Hey, uh, welcome back to Bobblehead Podcast. Super glad you guys are here. Um, today we kind of talk about an ad hoc topic and it's what Tim and I are good at, what we like to do in our free time away from uh, from access eForms. And uh, we find out that we have a lot of similarities, but also a lot of differences. And, and that certainly encapsulates Tim and I's relationship. Um, again, we're always glad you guys are here. Let's get started. Um. I would like to extend a warm welcome to you, Davin, that, um, you know, we just finished a, our podcast. By the way, I was talking to a guy, had lunch with a, a buddy, Justin, which I want to get, get him on the podcast one day. And we were talking about some of the podcasts he listens to and one of the ones he likes of, of us. And, and um, you know, one of the things that he said was, was that he really likes kind of learning about our life. And one of the things he said most is, especially so he doesn't make the same mistakes that we do. <laughs> and then he follows that up with, and I've learned a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. There's, was, a, there's a lot to unpack from that. I don't know what you mean by that, really, but I'm going to take it as a positive thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was. There's lessons in every failure. But, but, Maybe but he, not for us, but for other people. Yeah. And he was also going, well, I, I've been watching the YouTube thing and you guys record two podcasts in a row, don't you? I'm like, well, yeah, how'd you know? He goes, because you have the same shirt on. Like, every, I'm like, oh, I guess that gives it away. You know, I actually thought about that this morning. I, I saw the podcast recording on the calendar, and I'm like, pretty sure I was wearing the same combination during the last podcast. So I do shower. I do change. I do those things. But every if, Saturday, whether I need to shower or not, I do it. Right. And, and you think about it. If we wore the same shirt every time, nobody would know that we recorded two in a row. And, and just yeah. for everybody to know, we, we do record, typically record a lot of times on Mondays and so we take an hour, hour and a half and, and record two. The reason why is just because we stay busy and it's hard to find time to do it every, you know, every week or every two weeks, whatever. So yeah, we, we actually do do that. Yeah, we actually do. And again, <clears throat> showering is a thing. Changing is a thing. It's, it's, um, it's an exciting thing to those around us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's shower day. Yeah, it is. And, and so with that in mind, um, let's, I want to jump right into today. I, I think this is going to be interesting. And the topic that we want to cover is what do we do for fun? Right. Other than, other than doing podcasts, yeah. which are the most fun, which actually we'd enjoy that. We can talk about that too. But um, you know, what do we do outside? I said, I started to say outside of work for fun because work is so fun. <laughs> it um, really is. I was going to say like, it's some days it's are a party. Yeah. Some days are every day, but what do we do for fun? Um, and you and I come from different backgrounds and different, last stages and so it's fun for me to listen to one of the, some of the things that you've done and do for fun outside of work and then i of course i'm very different and so some of the things i do are different so let's let's talk about that i think the listeners might get a kick out of hearing oh, some of the man. things that we do for fun so you know i go home and, and generally the first thing i do is is change and you know get a workout in mm -hmm. go down to the garage and and get a workout in and then after that it's it's usually something kid centric as far as taking them yeah. to sports and stuff like that. So, you know, for me, like obviously one of the things I do for fun is we talk about it extensively is, um, you know, chase my kids around and take them to different things and do right. sporting events. Right. Right. And, and I love that for a multitude of reasons. Um, stuff that's, that's outside of kids stuff, man. I, and I think you and I are the same way. Love music. Yeah. Love going to concerts. Yeah. Love, um, you know, attending, whether it's, you know, not music, music festivals, but just like any kind of live music, whether it's a yeah. Billy Bob's or Jexa or anywhere around the Metroplex. Right. I love live music, man. Yeah. And you know, Jamie loves concerts. Um, and you know, Sophie and Brendan, um, Sophie that does our podcast that produces our podcast, her and her husband, Brendan, they love concerts. And I think that was 
early on in their, their relationship, that's one of the things they did a lot of. And they've introduced us some really cool bands that we're going to enjoy. Jamie loves live events. If it's a concert, if it's a football game, like she goes, likes going and seeing live events, and seeing that she really enjoys that. I, and I like it. I don't love it like she does. Um, you know, for instance, we went to a concert Saturday night and, um, I think I told you we were probably some of the youngest people there, but I enjoy it. It was who, fun. Who, who was it? Again? It was easy top. Yeah. Yeah. Good Texas band. Uh, I enjoyed it, but she really gets a lot out of it. And so I go a lot of it for her cause she likes it. Don't get me wrong. I have fun, but not to the level she does. So, but yeah, you guys, you guys love going to, and, and you like going to a lot of, I mean, you do a lot of country music, yeah. But you also go a lot of different types of country, mm-hmm. country artists. Yeah, I don't know, man. There's there's something about live music where it's like the only thing for that three hour period of time is just staying engrossed in in the music, yeah. right? And, and I think music. It, it. I don't know if there's anything better in life that elicits like more and better emotions than music, right? Yeah. I mean, it's in terms of nostalgia, in terms of things that you love, and and it reminds you of places and things and people and you know, it creates for me and us a lot of those core memories. Like, and we, we draw a lot off that. Hey, remember that time we were at the Randy Rogers concert at, at Billy Bob's? Like, you know, we, we, you, you laugh and you smile and you just have, you, you just stay engrossed in it and have so much fun and create those lasting memories. And it's yeah. for us, I think that's one of the reasons we just love, love live music. And, and, and as you get older, I'm telling you this cause I am, you know, those, those times and those songs and those moments will remind you of those times in life. Right. Right. Of, you know, where you and Lisa were, where you and the kids were in that life stage. And that song, when you get older, will take your memories back to those points, which is really cool, which is, you don't know is a byproduct of it yet, but it is a byproduct of going and doing that. That's really cool. Yeah, I was going to say, because one, one of the things we don't do is take the kids to concerts. No, Man, no, 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 for sure. Yeah. yeah. Maybe later on in life. Yeah. But nah, nah, no. go somewhere else. That's smart. Yeah. Because they don't appreciate it. No, and some, they of those, don't. And some of those tickets can be expensive. Yeah, they do, and and, yeah. and they're not going to enjoy it, and they're going to want to leave early, and they, it's just not, it's not a kid centric activity. It would take you completely away from being involved in the music, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Then you make it about them, yeah, yeah. So, um, I, I've always been to a fault, a guy who likes to try new hobbies and new things. Um, man, I knew I used to, I drove Jamie crazy with I would get into something, and and you know me when I'm in it. I'm all in it, right? Yeah. I can't just like I can remember. I can remember when I started. Uh, had a friend that had a road bike, a bicycle, right? And and he never really raced that much, but he loved to go out and ride twenty six mile, twenty seven mile rides. I'm like, yeah, it'd be fun. I'd like that. And so I go out. And I can't just buy a bike. I have to buy a really good bike, yeah. right? And I have to get the gear and I have to get into it. And I'm focused in. That's all I can think about and do for you know six months, and then. You know, a year later, you know, one of my buddies falls and breaks his shoulder and I don't think it's such a great idea. So, but I still have that bike sitting in my garage. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. It's still sitting there, but you know, that, and then I've, you know, for me, I, I haven't been able to as much lately, but, uh, I love to fly. And since I was five years old, I've loved airplanes. So it was about maybe a year after Jamie and I got married that, uh, I went and started getting my pilot's license. And of all the things I've ever done, that's the one thing that I've stuck with. And um, man, there's just still to me nothing better than 
getting up and piloting an airplane, whether it's a fast, whether it's a jet or a small little prop plane that goes like 90 miles an hour. Um, you know, some of my best memories and some of the things I enjoy most is that. And it's, it's, it's kind of like what you said about a concert. You know, when I get in the airplane and it's always been this way for me and I close the door that, you know, I have a healthy fear. When I mean fear, I'm not scared, a healthy respect of flying, of the weather, of the airplane, things can go wrong. And because of that, man, when I get locked in, that door shuts, I have a hundred percent of my, my attention is on that airplane and that flight until we land and park and I get out of the plane then. So for me, it does the same thing. It's just complete focus on one thing. Yeah. I got to put the cares of the world behind me because of safety. Right. And I, it, it allows me to do something I enjoy doing, you know, with my mind, with my hands and it's, it's work sometimes, but it's, man, it's, it's fun. Yeah. I think there's beauty in the simplicity of it. Right. And flying is not a simple task. It's inherently mm -hmm. complex, but it, nothing else matters in the moment. Mm -hmm. Right. And mm -hmm. I used to, I used to the same thing, you know, used to jump out airplanes frequently and you know, it's, it has sometimes life ending consequences if you do things the wrong way. And so, you know, when, when it's time to, to go through the, the, the motions of jumping out of an airplane, it is hyper-focused mm -hmm. and life is incredibly simple in that moment because yeah. it's the only thing that matters. Yeah. And it's about following the checklist. It's about following procedure. It's about doing things that are very dangerous, but in, in the safest way possible. Yeah. Right. And so in that, again, you strip, strip away everything else. You're not worried about getting groceries. You're not worried about, you know, are the kids happy? You're worried about the getting, getting them, whoever's with you from point, or maybe it's just yourself from point A to point B. And when you land, right, to get out of the plane or parachute lands and you, you hit the ground, then you can reflect on, man, that was awesome. Or man, I wish I would have done this better, but in the moment, nothing else matters. Yeah. And I think I, in fact, I've been, uh, I think I told you, I got back into golf a little bit and I hadn't played yet, but I've taken lessons again. I used to play all the time. I used mm -hmm. to play three days a week when I was younger. Um, and I haven't forever. Once I started the business, it was really hard. And so I've just tried to get back into it a little bit and I, and I, I want to, cause I've got some buddies that play and I'd like to go play and you're pretty good at it actually. And I'm, I'm not, I've, I've lost my swing. Um, but one of the things I don't love about golf is there's so much time when you're on the course to be able to check your phone or to yeah. look something and that you, it's hard to completely engross yourself in it. And, you know, that's one of the things that I enjoy about doing something outside of work or family is doing something that I can completely engross myself in, whether it's flying or, you know, I love to, you know, track my car. And man, when I'm there, I can't literally, I'm thinking about the, nothing more than the next turn. And what's next, and where, and then when I'm done, then I can think. Yeah. But it's it's having something so complex or dangerous or whatever it is that you literally can't think outside of what you're doing at the moment. Now that you say that, man, that's kind of what I love. Yeah. That's kind of what I enjoy, and it's create it's getting that skill or creating that skill or working towards that skill that you can do and become. I'm not gonna say great at, but something that you're you can do that you're good at. We live in a world where everything's at your fingertips. And mm -hmm. like we live in this like multitasking world where there's like infinite amounts of, of information that, that you're, they're fed to your fingertips. Right. Mm -hmm. And so again, I think that's where you go back to it with the ability to just set that stuff aside and stay engrossed in something mm -hmm. is I, I think something we need, I think we need that for ourselves. I think we need that for, for our mental energy and our, and our focus. And sometimes our physical well being that comes with working out is, 
put it all aside, focus on the thing, right? And, uh, and, and make it the most important thing for 45 minutes, an hour, five hours, whatever that is. And, you know, golf, you bring up an interesting point with that because we, I, I do love to golf. I did love to golf until the Cambodian Christian ministry disaster. We've talked about that in the past. <laughs> talked about that. I don't want to, I'll, I'll start sweating if we start talking about it again. Yeah, so yeah. let's just let that go. But one of the things that, that I learned to do when, when we played was to, to bring Lisa and actually taught her how to golf, because mm-hmm. to your point, it's, it's five hours, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes on a Sunday you're out there forever yeah. and it's hard to enjoy it knowing that the opportunity cost of that thing is so high, right? right. There's a lot that you're not doing because you're on the course with your buddies. And it's not that that, that, that alone time is not important, but it, it can become pervasive, right? Yeah. So, you know, I've learned to do those things with Lisa, to do those things with the kids, to involve them in the process. And, mm-hmm. you know, maybe there's, it's, it's not any less fun. It's, it's different. But allows you to to stay engrossed in the moment, not be worried about checking your phone. Like, you know, do I need to be home? Like, right. do I, what do I need to do after this? Right. To 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 enjoy it while you know, involving the people that you love at the same right. time. You know, this is just talking through this. It's kind of giving me some realizations. I, you probably don't know this about me, but I hate board games. I hate board games. That doesn't surprise me at all. And and I think the reason why is there's so much downtime. Like, I go and then it's my turn in five minutes because everybody goes around and does their thing. Mm-hmm. And I get really bored. And when I start getting bored, my mind starts going. When my mind starts going, I lose interest. And uh, so, yeah, I like to do things that I have to be fully engrossed at in the whole time. And that's, yeah, I've learned something about myself today. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much the same way. And, you know, one of the other things that I, I was into it for a long time and got away from it is getting back into it is the dog, the dog thing. Oh, yeah. You know, dog training is, you know, I was in my 20s, like I, randomly started training retrievers yeah and i I, it was literally something i just kind of stumbled into Mm -hmm. and and i loved it i worked underneath a pro in in georgia when i was stationed there for a long time and fell in love with the process of of training a dog right and and part of it is because i like to hunt birds and Mm -hmm. i like dogs and the convergence of those two things like nothing makes hunting more fun than working with a well-trained dog Uh, it's it's to me it's more almost more fun than the hunting part. hundred percent. Yeah. I'm, I'm right there. To the point of sometimes I used to go with people and just work with the dog mm-hmm. and not even hunt. Yeah. Just because that's the satisfying part of the whole thing. Yeah. And especially if you're involved in the process of, of training that dog. Right. And you know, we, we got a couple of dogs and we've, we've, we have actually have three Chesapeake Bay retrievers and they're my favorite breed and you know that, and they were with a trainer and conversation for another day but that trainer like literally passed away in, in, in his sleep and so you know two of the dogs are back home and, and cash just went back up to oklahoma with another trainer but getting back into the process of training dogs you talk about something that you have to stay engrossed in and you have to stay patient with is 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 the art and the science of, of training a dog to be to be good at their craft right they want to do it right they, they they're they're bred to, mm-hmm. to pick up a bird but sometimes their their natural instincts and their natural inclinations can run counter productive to, to what you want to do when you're bird mm-hmm. hunting. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, and you know this cause you've, you've been involved in it too, but it's an arduous process, but man, it's fun. Would it surprise you at all to, to, if I told you that I was not good at dog training? No. Yeah. I was really good at having somebody else do it and then working with the dog. Once it was, I was not repeat, not capital N O T not good at dog training. Well, cause a lot of times, and again, this is a super deep topic, but an hour long training session with a dog can be, focus on one like minute task that's mm-hmm. part of a bigger task. Like, oh, yeah. you know, not not looping too big when you tell it to sit with a whistle, right? And all you want is for that dog to pivot around real fast, but to get that to happen instead of a big looping sit is a long process and can take multiple training sessions. Mm-hmm. And 
it surprises me zero percent that yeah. you don't have the patience. Not for good that. at that at all. <laughs> at all. Yeah, not not my thing. But but it's very similar to like when you're in that process and when when you're working with the dog, like you're not checking your phone. Nothing else yeah. matters because yeah. you have to be so attuned with, with with and to the task that the rest of the world just kind of stripped away. It's even the difference of like think about fishing. Mm-hmm. I I don't enjoy bass oh, yeah. fishing or I don't enjoy putting a hook in the water or just constantly like throwing them. But I love to fly fish. Yeah, yeah, me too. And, and it's because I'm I'm looking, I'm hunting for where the fish are, and they get in that perfect cast that I'm engrossed in it. So I think that's this has been good for me today. Things I'm completely engrossed in at the moment are something I enjoy. Yeah. If there's time between sessions or whatever, not so good. Yeah, not one so of the good. things I would like you to not be thoroughly engrossed in is cash flow. <laughs> <laughs> Just cross over to the to business real quick, but got uh, it. Okay, yeah, man, Thank fly you. fishing, same thing. Love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it, in part of it is the art too. Mm-hmm. You know, fly fishing is hard to get good at. It is, but and when, it is but frustrating. It, and it's kind of like golf in a way that once you get a really good cast, it perfect. It was worth the whole day. Mm-hmm. Like knowing that fish is right there and picking out that spot. And yeah, whether the fish takes it or not. Yeah, the videos in the movies are so misleading about what fly fishing is. Yeah, because people think it's these big, long, like seventy-yard double haul casts. Yeah, in reality, it's it's flicking a roll cast four feet across yeah. a stream. Yeah, and and you know, getting a nineteen-inch you know, brown trout. Yeah, and line. it's landing in the perfect spot. Yeah, right. And let's be honest, half of the time when you do, it's luck. Hundred percent luck. Yeah. yeah, and you think you're going to nail it, and then you you loop it across itself, and then you know, like you got to have. You gotta have the guide come fix I've it caught, for you. I've <laughs> caught way more bushes and trees than I have yeah. fish. Yeah, yeah, but, for sure. But then the good thing about that is, then the guide comes over and fixes it while you stand there. Right. That's that's why you have guides. <laughs> so let's let's end with this. What is it that what is it you'd love to do that you don't do now that you would like to take up, whether it's a hobby or something for fun? What is it you would say one day I want to be able to do this? Oh man, nothing comes to the to top of mind because it, you know for for me it's it goes with seasons of life mm-hmm. right like like right now like i thoroughly enjoy getting to do the things that i can do that are within my span of control i mm-hmm. like doing stuff with the kids i like playing golf i like yeah. fishing i like working with dogs i like working out yeah you know we're going to get to a different season of life eventually and it's going to reveal other things but like i don't think i have a bucket list of things that i want to be good at someday yeah. i think i just kind of roll with it and, and as it pops up if it's something i want to do i do it yeah yeah I, I, uh, you know, there, there's some flying things that I want to do. I want to get typed. You know, it's basically, it's checked out in one or two types of airplanes. Um, I'd love to fly a, like an ex military jet, like an L 39 or L 29. Um, I think that'd be kind of cool. Um, you know, the other thing I've been thinking about lately, and I don't know if I'll actually do this just because I'm, I'm 56 now. And it's probably not the right time to do it, but I'd love to learn some jujitsu. Oh Yeah. I think that would be really cool. I'd, I'd love to find a, one that can work with somebody that's 56 years old with, you know, compressed discs in their necks and stuff that I don't want to get, you know, I don't want to get, I don't want to like fight, fight. I don't want to like get out there and like do sparring stuff outside of just practicing. But I think it'd be a really cool skill to learn. Well, I mean, jujitsu in a pure form doesn't have a lot of throws. It doesn't, have, it's the gentle art. Like, it's not designed to throw punch. It's not designed to throw kicks. Right. It's what do you do right. once you're once you're on the ground? And I'll tell you what, man. There's there's a lot of people that do jujitsu that are a lot older and, and worse in worse shape than you and worse physical condition, right? So that 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 actually be kind of fun. What are you saying? I'd love to choke you out someday. <laughs> That's what I'm <laughs> you saying. Would. You would. 
Yeah. <laughs> and I would not allow you to, I would not allow you close to me even. Yeah. Cause I know you could for sure. Yeah. And, and, and the sad thing is it's not that you, it's not that you could or would, because I know you would, but it's the smile you would have on your face when you did. I it. giggle like a schoolgirl, and you would, and you would never let that go. No, that's ever, ever, ever. No, I, oh no, like let you live it down. Yeah. Oh no, I thought you meant I would never let go of the choke. Oh, you might. That's the, <laughs> both. Yeah. yeah. No, I would definitely let yeah, go of the choke, both. but not let it yeah. go for the rest of my life. <laughs> that's one of the things I love about you. <laughs> just constant, and and I wouldn't bring it up directly. Just I, I would hint around it. You know, like I would be a black belt at passive aggression. Oh, you, you would always link it to something, right? 100%. So yeah. you're saying it's kind of like that, kind of like the time that I choked you out and, you know, like, yeah, that's it. Like, and you're like, did he just stab me? Did he just stab me? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Uh -huh. You've, and what's funny is everybody around doesn't really realize that you did, except for I would know. Again, I'd be a black belt. You're good at stuff. that. You, yeah, you're good at that. Mind jitsu. You were a, what, what do you call it? A verbal? <laughs> oh, ver verbal judo, right? Verbal judo. Yeah. yeah, you're good at that. I am. Yeah. Thank you so much. That's one of the things my friend Justin told me. He goes, Davin's really good with sharp words. I'm like, you don't even know. He's nice. <laughs> I'd love to school him someday. Yeah, I'm sure you would. <laughs> that was a fun one in inadvertently, but that one ended up being kind of fun. Yeah, I like that. It's uh, it's fun. And uh, I, hey, I learned something about me today. Let's go put a different shirt on and do it again. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.